Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hi there. Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Shatek. And how are you doing? How are you doing, friend? I'm glad to be here with you in this moment, wherever you are, and whatever you might be doing in addition to listening. I know that last week, we recorded or actually it was two weeks ago, uh, I recorded an episode entitled Your Capacity for Pain. And today's episode The title is Building Capacity for Joy, Freedom, and Abundance. And, you know, this episode, as always, is born from what is happening in clients' lives, what's happening in my life, my friends and family, and from observing the world. And I will just get random inspiration I will get insight at various times and I just roll with it because I trust that that's what wants to come out and that's what wants to be known. So I think a lot of times in our life, we want to fast forward, especially if we aren't quote unquote there yet, or if we are in a difficult place, or if we are in a quote unquote, in between time where we feel maybe not a lot is happening externally, or maybe even a lot isn't happening internally. It's maybe the times where we feel stuck or stagnant. But I think it's super helpful to remember that whether it's ourselves or someone we know, or love, or someone that we can just observe in the world, who might be in this in-between stage of their life and that on these wild and weird and beautiful journeys that we are all on called life, that there are necessary times in all of our lives where whether we know it or not, we are learning skills. We are building our capacity. We're strengthening something we are learning something, we are growing something. And that can even look like rest. It doesn't have to look like action or activity. But we need these periods in our life where we're learning and growing. And sometimes those periods seem boring and mundane. But what it's doing often is energetically, physically and mentally, it's preparing us and our bodies, and our minds, and our souls to evolve to the next frequency, or to the next level of our existence, or to the next iteration of ourselves and in our lives. And we need time to live sometimes into our beliefs and to become who we say we want to be, because the truth is we're not always ready. And so we have to learn how to build our capacity 
for the things and the people and the circumstances that we are dreaming of. And many people with trauma have a very deep capacity for restriction and pain, but not always of joy, freedom, or abundance. And sometimes people don't have a pain tolerance either, which is the episode that I recorded uh, a couple weeks ago. But with trauma, we often do have more of a capacity sometimes for constriction and pain. And constriction is what the body does when we are stressed and in trauma. And especially if you grow up or develop in stressful or other environments that create a lot of trauma or with certain programming, your body will begin to associate constriction and stress with familiarity, security, and comfort. And this also has to do with the chemicals of stress that are at play in our body. So when we're under stress, hormones like epinephrine, norepinephrine, adrenaline, and cortisol, they are sent throughout our body and they give us actually sort of kind of a quick high and we get used to that feeling and we get addicted to these chemicals of stress. So even though we feel stress and there's negative side effects, at some level, we do become addicted, some of us, to the rush of that energy and the stress that that brings because our body gets used to that pathway being fired. And it's because it's familiar and it's comfortable, even in the discomfort of it. So then we often create scenarios, sometimes subconsciously, in order to create the circumstances that will cause these chemicals of stress to be excreted in our body so we can feel that high, so we can feel that rush of energy and adrenaline or anger. And this means that we will then tend to seek people, habits, and lifestyles that often create constriction or stress because it's what we know, it's what we were shown, and it's what we have been used to because we have built the capacity for it. But guess what most of us don't have the capacity for? Freedom, joy, bliss, spaciousness, abundance, connection, intimacy, vulnerability. When we are in freedom, in our body, the somatics of freedom tend to feel expansive and spacious and soft and open. And even though it feels super good, sadly, many of us aren't really used to feeling this way. So it's more unfamiliar. And we tend to shut it down, push it away. Or if it is present for a moment, it makes us uncomfortable and we question it. Why? Well, because it feels exposed, vulnerable, and we feel more open to attack and sort of defenseless when we're used to being and living in a body that has found its comfort in confinement and constriction. So to open up can be like a rush of energy, and it's unfamiliar. And most of our negative stories, judgments, and habits, friends, are just ways to keep our body and minds constricted because it's the safer and familiar option. 
And, you know, also there's a lot of practitioners and just people in general that I have talked to and have observed that feel like they are abandoning themselves if they start to actually let go of suffering and pain in their body and in their life and even in the world. So they tend to stay in both externally constrictive circumstances, but also they tend to stay in internally constrictive states sometimes in part so that they feel that they are being authentic and compassionate to others who might be struggling. But we've talked about this before. Like if someone is drowning and you jump in the pool with them, and especially if you can't swim very good, you're not going to be able to save them and you're going to be drowning too. So when someone's struggling, the best thing we can do is we can be present with them but we don't have to match their struggle. We don't have to match their vibration in order to be empathetic and present. That's a misconception I think that we have. I think that feeling joy, especially when we have trauma or are used to constriction, feels like kind of a radical act. And, you know, I think we can still acknowledge pain and we can embrace it as appropriate signals from our bodies but we don't have to also entertain it and stay in this baseline state as our emotional home. We don't have to stay there, but that takes awareness and practice. And it takes a lot of discipline to continue to be gentle and feel your feelings and feel the vulnerability of joy or freedom or abundance. And I think also another interesting example is it's partly why in the statistics, they say that there are so many people, for example, who will win millions in the lottery and they end up completely losing all of the money and are broke within like a year or two. Why, you might ask? Well, because they didn't have to build up their capacity And they didn't have to hone their skills that are needed to create that amount of money or obtain and manage that money and contain the energy of money and the feeling of abundance that comes with it, that these feelings are typically those that are expansive and joyful. And if you're not used to having money or feeling abundant, then that is going to be hard for you to create overnight because you haven't been building it and practicing it. All of a sudden, the money suddenly given to them and everyone says they would want to be rich, but the truth is not everyone's ready for that amount of money. They can't handle it because it's an unfamiliar circumstance instead of emotions and they didn't have to go through the necessary process of earning it and building up to that amount And they are familiar with joy or abundance because they haven't lived there or practiced that as someone who is building their capacity for money would have had to practice incrementally. So when we dive into situations that tend to expand us or create joy or growth, it can take some time to integrate or recover from. And I know that that kind of is a funny word to say recover from, but Again, because it's unfamiliar and expansive, it can feel kind of safe. It's like 
where if you are used to sleeping with blankets and feel comfort with that, if you sleep with no blankets, assuming that you aren't cold, that that could just feel uncomfortable because you feel exposed. Or it can kind of be the difference geographically if you're used to living around trees in a forest and all of a sudden you're in the desert with red rocks and open sky, it can feel kind of raw and exposed. So things like when we receive love or attention, or if you lose weight, or if you make more money, or if all of a sudden you are being seen, or maybe you're actually pausing or resting and also pleasure. All of these things tend to be more difficult if we have trauma because they're expanding us, they're creating growth, and it's just unfamiliar. And so my suggestion and maybe challenge for you is just to notice this in yourself, in your own body. And just something to ask yourself is, can your body handle the spaciousness that comes when you let go or walk away from something or someone that has confined you, whether that's a situation or a job or a house or a person, whatever it is. Also, just a note, please be gentle and patient with yourself in your body because it needs time for you to program and practice and learn that the sense of freedom and joy and the expansion and vulnerability that can come with that is actually safe and that it is okay. And how can I embrace and sit with feelings of joy more? How can I embrace more vulnerability? Can you be uncomfortable with an expansive feeling knowing that it's actually where you're headed and where you want to be and that it feels really good to your system, but it's just that it's unfamiliar? And can you feel and sit with a sense of expansion or freedom and abundance and not freak out and distract yourself, run, or hide, or create a story around the situation so that you shut down? Can you just be with it? It's the easiest and the hardest thing to do, but I know you can do it because I believe in you and I love you. And again, I'm very grateful and appreciative of your listening ear. And my hope, among many hopes, is that you feel something and that you learn something and you gain something from listening. Not just today, but other episodes as well. Bye for now. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.